The Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts, coding money is nice, but championships are better. Aaron Rodgers is a jet now. The AFC is tight. Who has the NFC this upcoming season? All next and all set in stone when we come back. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is at a conference the other day and was asked a question on why not signing a fully guaranteed deal. And he responded by saying, quoting, money is money, but championships are better. Now, that's not all he said. Is they also asked him what it was about Philadelphia and the team of Philadelphia that led him to sing. He also had this to say. It's not a moment where I can reflect because the journey's not over. Um, it's really hard for me to do that, but... I know I've walked through the fire time and time again. And in the end, it's always made me stronger. And the only thing that I've wanted to do, I've just been on this constant quest of trying to be the best player I can be with no limits. Just trying to be the best version of myself, the best player and leader and man I can be. Jalen, that mindset has always led Jalen to be a winner. Right? I've watched Jalen Hurts since Alabama. I watched him get benched. I watched him come back. I watched him go to Oklahoma. Everywhere he went, he won. And again, money is nice, but championships are better. They are better, but you don't have one. Now, I'm not being derogatory. He became the highest paid quarterback per year in NFL history, but he signed a lower fully guaranteed contract than others may expect, it being around $170 million guaranteed. To me, kind of taking shots when he said that quote, though, money is nice, but championships are better. And here's what I read. I don't think he meant it to take shots, but I think he kind of like, I don't like, because we got Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson holding out on teams or whatever. And in just saying that, we got more to do. There's more. We got to get back after it. That's a winning mindset. That's what he does. And to me, I don't know, I just kind of think, I don't think maybe he meant it to be derogatory, be negative. I think he's kind of like, hey, you know, listen, you're here to play football, you know, do your job. It, it, that's what I mean when, he's, he's taking, when I think he was taking shots. But now, you know, everyone's on the hurt train, the hurt train. You know, they benched his last year. Hey, listen, all for it. But look, again, I love Hurts, but let's be real. He was a really good quarterback on a really good team in a really weak conference with a weak division. Right? I mean, I'm right. Now, Mahomes, Rodgers, and Wilson, they are higher paid as well being in all three of them have won Super Bowls. Four Super Bowls between them three, six appearances between the three. I mean, Mahomes himself has three and won two. Two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. Jalen Hurts, I mean, yeah, this is like, I'm not saying that he can't be that because he's shown it. But again, he was a really good quarterback on a really good team. And we've only seen him being really good one year. So what are we going on about? I mean, one year is awesome. Do it again. But let's remember, again, a good guy and a good quarterback on a good team. But he was a bad quarterback on a bad team, and don't give me, oh, you know, no, don't give me, no, 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 because Joe Burrow was still Joe Burrow when the Bengals only won three or four games, and oh, he broke his leg, he was still, he was still doing Joe Burrow-esque things, 
before he got hurt. They were just a bad team. Matthew Stafford was a great quarterback on a bad Detroit Lions team. Baker Mayfield was a good quarterback on a bad Cleveland Browns team. And we could go on. Do we need to? But we won't. But so, like I said, he was a bad quarterback on a bad team, and he was now he's a really good quarterback on a really good team. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. This is huge. Probably the second to first best team in that division, and honestly, probably being ranked probably the top three in the top three best teams in the NFL, especially, let alone the AFC conference. It's going to be the Jets. In this order, it's going to be the Jets, Miami, Buffalo, New England. If New England doesn't upset everybody next season over Buffalo, that's a different uh, conversation for a different time. But look, Aaron Rodgers won't look like Superman. He won't. But that's because he won't have to. Brees Hall and Zach Knight at running back, they're going to sure up that offensive line. McCall Hardman, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Alan Lazard, just to name a few receivers. The defense led by Quinn Williams, probably going to pick up Frank Clark, the edge rusher, two times Super Bowl, and second to third most postseason sacks in NFL history. The sauce, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed on the again on the defensive line or defensive front. The offensive and defensive rookie of the year on both sides of the ball. Magnificent team, great head coach. And they just needed a quarterback, and they got a quarterback. Listen, this will also pay dividends to Zach Wilson. He's going to be able to sit back, calm down, and be in the shadows of first ballot Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. This is this is a win-win for everybody in both organizations. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Aaron Rodgers is still a great quarterback. Last year was a down year, but he had a down year, a couple of down years to his standards before he won back-to-back MVPs. Two years ago. Now, do I think he's going to pull out an MVP-type season? No, I don't. But I think he's going to pull out a really good season in the range of 30, 36 touchdowns, lower than 10 interceptions. I think he's going to do it. He's going to have north of 4,200 passing yards, around 64% completion percentage. Like, that's going to be a really good year for any quarterback, but that's going to be a really good year for Aaron Rodgers to send off and honestly, I think they can go to the Super Bowl next year, despite the talent, despite the quarterbacks that are in the AFC. The Chiefs, Bengals, Jets, Jaguars, Chargers, Miami, and Buffalo. The AFC is tight. Like this, like this is the most talented the NFL has been in a while. But majority of that talent is in the AFC. The Quite literally, the toughest the NFL has ever been. We've always had great talent throughout the eras. You had Bart Starr. You had Lenny Dawson in the 60s. And then you go on. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings were always terrorizing everybody with their defense. And then in the 70s, you had the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Houston Oilers were on the verge of being something great. I mean, you know, because you had Terry Bradshaw. Mean Joe Green. You had a lot of these guys. And then in the 80s was Joe Montana, uh, Dwight Clark with the catch one. And then obviously Jerry Rice came into the picture. And then Steve Young, you know. And then the Dolphins were good with Dan Marino. And then the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, there's always quite a – there's always really good teams throughout history. And, you know, in the 80s, 
in the 80s, you know, also, you know, with the 49ers, 90s was the Dallas Cowboys. And in the 2000s, you know, for a couple, you know, for this uh, shorter span of a career time, Kurt Warner, and then obviously they just kind of belonged to the New England Patriots, not Tom Brady. But uh, you always had great amounts of talent. But unlike now, now surpasses that. The Chiefs with Mahomes, and you can go on beyond Mahomes with the Chiefs, and and also with the coaching, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, that's a stacked team. The Jets, especially now, and then the Jaguars, T-Law, Trevor Lawrence, Dougie P, down in uh, Jacksonville. The Chargers, Justin Herbert, and he's not the only one. Miami and Buffalo, that division, the AFC East, three of the four teams in that division is on here. And, and it's crazy the fact that one of those teams, two of those teams are going to miss the playoffs. And the Chiefs are going to be, you know, and dominate throughout this upcoming season. We all know that. Like, they're going to be the team. They're going, to, But now with Aaron Rodgers, with a lot of teams settling in, we're going to see what other teams do. There's, I'm going to say, three main teams in the AFC that have been solidified. So I'm not going to account the Jets because we haven't seen what they, they've done. We've seen what they can be. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. And I'm going to put them over the Chargers and the Jags and Miami for this reason. They've been more successful. I, I, I might take Buffalo off and put Jacksonville because of right now I think Jacksonville can beat them. So Chiefs, Bengals, Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville a lot. I always like Dougie P. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs and the Bengals have solidified themselves so that when the Colts, the Texans, everybody else trying to catch – I don't include the Browns. Uh, they're trying to catch back up. Uh, the Ravens don't know what they're doing. They're going through a divorce. Um, you know, it's it's going to be hard for any team to come up and compete. This kind of feels uh, – like, it's really anybody's contest until the clock hits zero. The game's not over. I know it's always said, but it's never felt more alive like that. Except, like, really for now. And, you know, if you look at it, you're like, oh, my God. You know, that that's something, you know, it's incredible. But where the Chargers, you know, they had a dominant first half. They blew it. You know, they did. What have they been? You know, and, and you're, you're saying correct, but they have been in a division with Mahomes twice a year. Now you get Jimmy G, uh, Sean Payton twice a year. Maybe he can revitalize Russell Wilson. And the fact that you got Russell Wilson. And in the AFC now, in the AFC, you have three quarterbacks. Two of the three went to multiple Super Bowls. And and let's just go through this. Between the three, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Pat Mahomes, four Super Bowls between them, six appearances between them three. And we're not even talking about the accolades. We're just talking about the Super Bowls. And I say just, but like... That's incredible. The AFC is loaded. Now, what about the NFC? Obviously, the NFC is obviously complete opposite. Who has the NFC? 
what is the NFC? It's wide open. You want to say Philly, and you that would be the appropriate answer. But if the San Francisco 49ers have a quarterback, my God, it's a different game. It really is. You're going to say, oh, what about their defense? Their defense, the 49ers defense was not placed anywhere good last year in the conference championship game. And they didn't have a quarterback who allowed multiple turnovers. And then Brock Purdy couldn't throw the ball. So San Francisco, if they can get a quarterback figured out, I don't think they can. Uh, with their defense and Kyle Shanahan alone, they'll get it done. But, you know, I'm going on. You always got Dallas, but they're always going to lose in the wild card or, to, or a division round. Honestly, in, in Minnesota, but I don't think Minnesota's going to win that division this year. Nope. It's going to be the Detroit Lions, MCDC, with the Detroit Lions. And honestly, Detroit's got to figure it out. I think they shirt up that defense. They got it figured out. They got it glued together. And that's really what killed them. They almost beat the Eagles last year, 38-35. I know almost don't count because almost uh, didn't happen, but you know, which is true. But Detroit's got to figure it out. They were hot at the end of the year last year. Their defense struggled and their offense struggled, but they came together, almost made a playoff push. You could say almost when it's bad teams, but Detroit's no longer a bad team. They're going to be a great team. And I think Detroit is a top-two team this upcoming season in the NFC. And then, you know, honestly, surprise teams. I got two surprise teams we need to watch out for, Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Let me divulge into Tampa a little bit. They got Baker Mayfield. I know a lot of people think this is like an underselling move, but I don't think so. I think if Baker gets in there and they can see how things are rolling and the players can trust to build chemistry again uh, with a new team, it's completely scrapped. I don't think they'll do anything big this year, but I think next year, especially if they keep Baker, that it could be really something special, you know? Like, especially if you get there and Baker has a trust and Baker gets rolling. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to be something. It's going to be a sight to see. Uh, Sean McVay completely shown what Baker Mayfield can be and is a really good quarterback. He was shown that was Kevin Stefanski at first, but then Kevin Stefanski didn't want Baker. And then, which is really his downfall. And then Atlanta, I know a lot, but they got a lot of young talent. If I had to give them three words, it'd be up and coming. I, I mean, they're there. You know, I don't think they're, there to make a playoff push. Uh, they could win the division, but honestly, I think it might be went won by by the Saints. But again, like this could all be seen out because Derek Carr does pan out with the coach. Arthur Smith, who I like a lot, uh, was really more of a balanced coach, but he understands what it takes to win. They almost won that division last year. I know um, that there was a roughing the passer call that didn't go their way. It was a it wasn't roughing the passer that Grady Jarrett had on Tom Brady. It wasn't, it was a clean sack and the ref just favored Brady in that situation, but, uh, or they could have had momentum to go on and win that, win that division. The Panthers, I don't know what they're going to look. I like Frank Reich a lot. I think he can do some uh, some damage, but this is his first year. So I think uh, Tampa and Atlanta are some surprise teams, but the fact that the NFC is so different than the AFC, the AFC is young and still really good and competitive and tough nitty-gritty. The NFC is kind of more like, I don't want to say old school because they're not, but in the sense of development they, they are, it t- it's taking a while to develop. They're shuffling around, and the AFC has become really the more dominant place. And that's why I think Lamar, I think that's why he wants to leave. I think he wants to go to the NFC. I think that's why he wants to cause this. He doesn't want to be in the uh, AFC. Also, obviously, he wants to become higher paid. He's wanting to go with one of these teams, but because uh, he can't compete. In the AFC, he can't. He's won one playoff game in multiple appearances. That's all he'll ever do. 
he won't ever get to the big game. You got Joe Burrow. Uh, you even got Kenny Pickett, and I know it's Kenny Pickett. He's not he's not on Lamar's level by any means, but he's still a good quarterback, and that defense is great. And they had Mitch Trubisky last year, who won them games, uh, who beat the Cincinnati Bengals twenty three to twenty. And it's just that team is just really good. Mike Tomlin, defensive head coach, he can get it done. Kenny Pickett, I don't think he's going to be bad. I don't think he's going to be great. He has a cap. He has a ceiling. But uh, all in all, I think uh, Lamar is being, being booted out. I think he'll go to the NFC. But the NFC is so wide open and so different from the AFC. It's it's laughable. It's, you can see it. And well, with those quarterbacks there, I don't see him leaving the AFC. And it's going to be fun to watch the next few years.